What's going on, everyone? Welcome today on a nice Thursday, October 10th. I got your host, Aiden. I'm Dominic, and it is 3.24 p.m. We're recording this to give you all the brand new news and gaming, so keep in mind things may have changed by the time you hear this. Just wanted to do a little recap of what's going on in the week of gaming, and we're just going to show you that this podcast is going to be kind of like all the stuff going to gaming in a, in a whole little one box, you know, one one place you go for for all your gaming news, maybe your nostalgia for retro gaming, just kind of what's going on. What do you feel about stuff? So, Yeah. All right, so let's start off by introducing ourselves. Aiden, let's start with you. Um, let's get your full name, and what are your some of your favorite games of all time? We'll say three of your top uh, top choices. So what's up, guys? I'm Aiden Gross, and I've had a passion for gaming since I was young. I'll even start saying I, I think I first started playing games when I was six years old. My first system was a Game Boy Color. I was going to Ireland, and it was a 15-hour flight, and my parents were like, how do we get him to be quiet? So they got me what other parents would do normally and get them kids a Game Boy. And from that day on, it opened this door to just possibilities of everything and how great gaming and entertainment technology and just this medium we have is awesome. Right. And uh, my favorite games, so Dominic told me this beforehand, and that's like asking your three favorite children. Like, how do you bring those down? There's so many great games, and there's so many great games in my life that I've played. So I made a, a top three list, and they're kind of, like, tied with each other because I have, you know, I love so many games. So number one was a tie between Pokemon Red and Skyrim. And I go with Skyrim. You yeah, like Skyrim? Good choices, both of those. You can't. Pokemon Red, you know, an original, one of the, you know, one of the flagships that's, that launched a franchise. Skyrim, you know gorgeous gorgeous game gorgeous. It doesn't have the depth of oblivion you know where you can do spells like water walking and stuff like that but being able to make it a more accessible and just i've put over i know i've put over 300 hours into a single file right right that's and the reason i put that number yeah. one i thought about this and my friend asked me if you're on a an island for the rest of your life and you had to pick one game what game would you bring with you and i was like skyrim that's you can play it forever forever so i love that i do love skyrim uh, my number two was, I love Rockstar, so I have to give love. Everyone's going to say, oh, Grand Theft Auto. Or, I like L.A. Noir. I think L.A. Noir is so cool. It's the way you are a cop in it and kind of usually you're being a badass in all their games and being the bad guy. This is you're the good guy and um, finding out the truth. They used mocap with real actors, a thousand actors, to know their facial and recognitions, to know if they're lying by their social cues. It was insane. It was yeah. a great game. Lead actor was... Um uh, in Mad Men too, so yeah. they actually you know from big shows they used. I don't want to say real actors because right. a lot of the actors they use for motion capture, like um, oh, I'm forgetting her name, but um, she played Ellie in The Last of Us. She oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, she's, yeah. Uh, Ashley Johnson, and she's great. Yeah, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. But you know, actors you're seeing on TV in these hit shows, and you know, all these cameras to get those facial animations. It's an amazing. It's game. insane. Great it's insane. choices so far. And What's then next? it was tied between Red Dead 1. I love everyone. Now it's more of a, a cliche game because everyone's played Red Dead 2 now. So, But Red Dead 1, it's, that ending has made me cry, just like L.A. Noir. And then to wrap it up, it is the Battle of the Twos. So now we have Halo 2 and Mass Effect 2. And they're just, of number twos in a franchise, those are probably the best. I can't name, I can't think of another franchise where the second is that good. Almost better than the first. So that's my that's my little three. What about you, Dominic? What about you? It's a hard question. Well, yeah, big, big ass. Very I got to go with Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage. Ooh, good choice. Leading in with the two just because that's one of the first games I played. I remember going to um, 
Target with my dad and my mm-hmm. family picking up a PlayStation 2 because it had the DVD player Good in nostalgia. it. And um, they had a three-pack of the mm. original Spyro games, the Insomniac Spyro oh, That's a games. great pack. So yep. Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, mm-hmm. and Spyro um, 3, Year of the Dragon. Have you played the new remaster that they did of the Yeah, Spyro? I played oh, the um, so Reignited trilogy. Reignited it's amazing. One. So good. Um, but yeah, Ripto's Rage, though, special place in my heart. I couldn't get into the first Spyro the Dragon. Um, that's not, and some people are like that. Yeah. They like the second one, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, they, they evolve, they iterate. You're the Dragon is great in its own right. I love switching between the characters, but just the worlds and the way they did things. In, um, right, it feels so alive when you're yeah. in it. It's amazing. Oh, it's it's amazing. so good. Next up, I needed some sort of action game in there. I just you needed, I needed it. And I was thinking about Control because Control, even though it's new, it's an amazing game. Ooh, which is on my catalog. My number one game I'm playing next is Control. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. Um, I was also considering the new God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, but... Those are amazing games in their own right, but they don't have that I gotta keep returning to this game That's factor. True. That's true. And for me, I had to go with the first Bioshock, Ooh. the original. Amazing. I remember I kept unlocking new plasmids, new tinkerers. That game really did change my life because yeah. I remember that was the first game that my friend got opening night. I didn't really know what it was, but he says, Come my friend Jeff, he says, Come over, we I got this new game. I need you to play with me. And I remember we played it all night. I don't think I've ever stayed up an all-nighter yeah. to play video games, and we did, and we beat it the whole week, or through the weekend, we finally finished a Sunday. I've never seen anything like, and I remember his mom coming in, her eyes were like, she's like, you guys are still awake? I'm like, yeah, we have to beat it. Yeah. And it was so good. That, the submerging of Atlantis there, yeah. the way you Rapture, see, it's amazing. Yeah. And I love the Atlantis scene, like it's so good. Yeah. For me though, it was that. Oh, first thing, hey. podcast people will not like this. If he loves Bioshock, he hasn't played the second. I haven't. But so I've if someone got tells the, him to play it, he should play it. But I've got the um, remastered trilogy, so I'm going to get to Bioshock okay. 2 at some That's point. That's good. All right. But for me, it's the fact that, A, it feels like an open world lived in game, even though oh, it's totally. not. It's really linear. Yeah. But the way they place the destruction, the way they kind of lead you, just you don't really notice. It's a little bit Metroidvania, if you know, because you're going back to areas. Not really like yeah. that, but you're exploring old areas. Yeah. You're doing stuff. It's but, weird. And it's also the fact that, the combat is balanced so well that even though you're unlocking all these new weapons that can make certain fights easier, I still, when I replay it, and I replay it, I actually just replayed it for the Platinum a couple months ago. I think on I play it once every like five years now, yeah. four years, yeah. The pipe wrench oh, and it's the amazing. When you first pick up that pipe wrench and he like knocks in his hand, I'm like, yeah. holy crap, like, yeah. this is going to be a great game. But it's not just that, it's the... Um, the, the fact that is... even later you can electrobolt someone out, right. even upgrading it, right. stun them, and then with the plasmid upgrades you've got, you it know, feels kind of like control where yeah. you have like everything in the powers of the touch of your hand. Yeah. It's amazing. But yeah, upgrade the wrench and then lightning bolt and wrench are still viable. Right. End game. Right. End game. Oh, I love that. I was using the wrench at the yeah. end game. And uh, it's so simplistic, the combat, but yeah. it's not too simplistic. Yeah. It gets you hooked and it's it's great. Yeah. So and that's un- some pretty good games there. Yeah. And unlike control where I felt the story kind of petered out at the very end, mm-hmm. which has got me really excited for DLC. Yeah. Bioshock is a whole self-contained deal. It's just it's so good. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I really want to hear something soon from Ken Levine and Ghost Story Games because yeah, they've been true. they've been radio silent. Third game, I've got to put it down between either Fallout New Vegas Ooh, or one. one moment here. Let me see what my other one was. I wrote it down. He had the whole list. He had the list ready for you. 
Fallout's great. The most bugs. Yeah. I love the bugs. I have to play oh. through the most glitches yeah. in the game. That's the best one. And how could I forget this? Dark Souls 3. Ooh. I love Dark Souls 1. It's amazing. But some of the refinements they put in 3, the ability to, you know, roll a little, a little easier, making rolling more fluid. Speaking of Dark Souls, it's 2019. Can we put that term to extinction where it's like a Dark Souls game now? It's, it's like, the Dark come Souls on. Of whatever. It's the Dark Souls of, it's like, ah. It's too much. I mean, it's a, you just used Metroidvania earlier. It's the same thing it's used to describe when you've got things that fit a certain mold, but you don't want to use. Right. Spend like five minutes explaining what you right. mean by that. Oh man, we can yeah. keep talking about these old yeah. Dissage games forever. Yeah. But we gotta we gotta move on. So, Aiden, what's the first topic on our list? So there's a lot of topics, and I want to narrow it down to a big one that actually got revealed yesterday, and this was the PS5 reveal. Ooh, PlayStation Huge. Five. Wow. We didn't get the PlayStation 720. Right. I am disappointed. <laughs> exactly. Saddened. And they put a launch window of holiday 2020. Yeah. Right, I'm so actually... That's soon. Yeah, that's soon. That's about a, a little over a year from now. Right. If I had to make a guess, I'd say November. Yeah. I'm um, November days. One thing I'm interested in is I was excited to see this because they had the option of the holiday 2020 release window. Oh, you right, know, right, Stick right. with the holidays. Stick with going... Where you can earn big. That's smart. That's smart. Or they could have gone for the synergy because, you know, Sony's a Japanese company, even though they have a massive presence worldwide. Right, right. And with the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, you yeah. know, next summer, oh, I was wondering whether or not they're going to do something with that. I guess they still could, you know, do a massive, you know, showcase right. as part of it. Right, right. It's interesting. And also how they revealed it. Yeah, they, that's it, what I was going to ask you. So yeah. we have a whole slew of features I want to ask, and I want to probably our listeners want to know about mm-hmm. more, but- I want to ask you about is, do you think it's weird the way that Sony revealed it? Because they didn't, didn't have an E3 or PSX this year. I mean, that's like a Sony thing. Just out of nowhere, just boom, here. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not weird. really. It's a Sony thing now, I guess. It's a Sony but thing. It's a, more, always been more of a Nintendo thing. Right, right. I mean, um, they can't do directs like them. I remember the Sony, the, what was the place, the view? The, the Sony State of Play yeah. they did on, what was it? The tw- I want to say the 24th it was so of September. Late. It was Viewer, listeners, so I was about to say viewers. Listeners, double check that date, but when they were, that's when they um, revealed The Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. They revealed that, um, excited for that new game from the developers of Oxenfree After Party, which I'm excited for. That's like the day before Halloween, I think. Comes that comes out, out October 29th. 29th. Yeah, so two days before Halloween. I love Oxenfree, so I'm excited for that. I got to play that, too. I got it free with Games with Gold, so oh, I need okay. to play it. Oh, it's it. worth it. But Great they're doing these streams and then just... You know, out of nowhere, in a PlayStation blog post, they say, oh, yeah, it's the PlayStation 5 yeah, and a blog holiday post. 2020. And then they go with the same it's so weird. Same publication out that they did before when right. they first announced all these features. To Wired, they revealed a whole bunch of other things, yeah, which is just, just kind of dropping it out of nowhere. It's a Sony thing to do, I feel. Yeah. It's getting way. But a lot of the big, there's a lot of little minor details and specs I have written here. But the big one, which I want to ask you about, is the details about the controller. And this controller, I don't know. First of all, I don't think this Gen Leap is going to be as huge as we all think it's going to be, like it was from the PS2 to the PS3, or the PS3 to the PS4. I don't know. I mean, visually, maybe not, but I think right. in terms of functionality, functionality in terms of load right. times, and in terms of just what you can do in loading right. up the games, it's not going to be, you know... I mean, everyone can probably remember, well, depending how old people are, um, right. the load time, not the load times, the um, load sounds, like when yeah. you booted up a GameCube or a PlayStation. That's true. Right, right. So being able to get right into a game, like they said, hop right into a multiplayer match from the UI window. Yeah. That's, that would be awesome. Yeah. And the two things about the controllers, which we were laughing about the first one, is now it's a USB-C charging. Yeah. No more micro USB. Which means I can't, I can't share 
the cables between my Xbox One and my. It's just crazy. PS4, Everything yeah. uses the USB C, and then yeah. they wanted to use the mini one. It's like fine. Now we're doing the right thing. It's also weird because they went from PlayStation Three had USB Mini, yeah, it was called, and right. then um, Xbox had their own proprietary thing right. for charging. Right, right. And then I remember that you get a unified standard. Everything used micro USB for a while. It was lovely. You buy one it cable. It was so nice. It'll always work. And Sony had to go and screw it up. <laughs> well, Nintendo won USB-C yeah, first, true. and it's, hopefully it'll lead to faster charging times, but yeah, yeah it means I got a bunch of cables that I'm going to be using. Just, Around my house, yeah. just a bunch of them. Yeah. And the other big one, which I didn't know it really meant until I actually looked into it more, it has haptic feedback. So that means you're going to be able to feel like the terrain in the pull in the controller more than you ever have felt before, Yeah, which also, I think is cool. Yeah, they also mentioned you know adjustable tension on the triggers of the yeah. controller. So like if you're pulling out a bow... Yeah. It will be, you'll feel that. Yeah. And they even said it will be easy for developers to go in and change it end of like during the game's launch and see how it is and just totally feedback, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Another thing, I told that to my friend. He likes those little gimmicks that they put, but there's some people that don't like that. Do you yeah. think there'll be an option to just like, turn that off? Like turn off all this. Like the adjustable triggers and stuff right, like that? Right, right. Or just like some of this other you know little functions they have. I think that's going to be one of the things Sony leaves up to the developers. Right. Because, I mean, a big thing. Leave it up to the developers. That's well, always the, the answer. Well, I mean, that's that's a good answer because, you know, a, game, a company like From Software isn't going to want to compromise the difficulty on games like Sekiro. Right. Shadows Die Twice, which I was, I get people wanting to just experience the story of those games, but there's not much of a story. Yeah, In the end, that's true. Like I saw all those stories about Sekiro's people so slowing, yeah, oh slowing down the frame rates so they could actually beat the final boss. Oh, really? Yeah, it was on PC. People That's released crazy. mods so they could like actually do it, and I was just the world we're in now. It broke me. But then you've yeah. got people like Hideo Kojima who want that cinematic experience in right. their games and want to add that cinema right. mode, which I'm all for. Right. He he loves movies. Well, he loves a lot of different things. Right. Hideo Kojima. Well, it really uh, goes with. Yeah. It was like Nintendo that did. I, they got into the Rumble game. It was like vibration controllers. It's been the same for five years. Let's put the Switch controllers out, and that yeah. was the big thing. Was the HD Rumble. Yeah. And you did stuff that you couldn't do. So there was like the milking game where it had different uh, on one, two switch. You have yeah. different feelings. And they had a game where it was, of course, they were fake, but they were like marbles. And you'd kind of look for how many marbles, but it would rumble like yeah. marble. So Nintendo did it. And it was a good segue. You said to leave it up to the developers. It's all going to be, will the developers just do, f- do these things for first party games? You yeah. know, like how like Uncharted will have some cool way. Yeah. And then these third party people are just uh, leave that, yeah. that feature out. So we'll see how. Yeah. And that's, def- and that's definitely a cool thing. Like you mentioned, yeah. you know, I remember watching the Switch announcement and like the ice cubes in a yeah, cup. Yeah, that HD Rumble is insane. It's crazy. Yeah. But they charge a lot for those. Yeah. How much are the Joy-Cons? 70 bucks? 70 bucks, but it's, uh, but you are paying for that. You're two interconnected things right. that have to work together, you know, slide on and off. Right. And that's where I wanted to yeah. talk about next with you, Dominic, the price. This sounds all nice and yeah. like more technology, you know, more solid more state hard drive, you know, all but this. But does this loading? mean it's going to be, well, even just the controller by itself, is the controller going to cost more of the PS4? It has to with how many, much more this has. I mean, that's the strange thing. Right. You know, prices on this stuff haven't changed a while. That's the, been the strange thing in video right. games. I mean, think about how long a full on AAA game has yeah. been. Oh God, just we'll go 60 and, bucks. That's a whole, don't get me started on yeah. this tangent with and, prices. And you get, you know, the now games that are $60, if you're buying it digitally, it should just be 40 no matter what. Yeah. If you're not getting it physically, you should be paying 40 Well, I mean, we're also that's also ignoring, you know, the fact that development costs have skyrocketed. I mean, 
You look at how much a game like Red Dead 2 makes, that's insane. But think about how much money they sunk into making that game, how big it is. Which and they all make their money, man. Nintendo makes their money back mostly with the with the Switch tax. Everyone knows that. Uh, uh, everything is ten times more, like ten percent more, because of to port it on the Switch. Well, yeah, that. Which it shouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm wondering if we might finally see prices go up because they've been so stagnant. Right. And everyone knows economics. You know, prices go up over time. That's all just time. inflation. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe we might start seeing an $80 controller, but for all these features right, that's and for like it to be durable and last for longer. how much? Because and this is my thing. So like the PlayStation Two, PlayStation One, like all those old controllers, you knew when they were outdated. You know they were like hollow and stuff. Yeah. When you got that DualShock Four, you were like, "This is good, something yeah. else." Felt heavy. I think it's too soon for a new one. I like my DualShock Four. I don't yeah. think we need a whole new controller. Yeah. Which I read also are they? They're probably. I think that's now the design. They're always going to keep that. That's like the patented logo. Like they're yeah. not gonna go and make a new design for the controller. Yeah. You know, Xbox is their controller. They're well, I'm just wondering that. whether or not whether they're gonna change the touchpad or not because the touchpad right. basically. I mean, useless. I remember some game. Well, yeah, I like I, it when I'm searching for like on the on the browser. Yeah. That's nice. But. I remember some games using it originally, like Killzone Shadowfall used right. it to like switch between right. what was it drone modes or yeah, something like something that. Something weird like that. Yeah, something weird. Yeah, but playing a big game now, like especially in Destiny, I actually this is gonna be for another day, but I tried out crossplay. I played um, oh, yeah? like my third character. I've been doing crossplay Titan, a little bit. Yeah, on my Xbox, mm-hmm. and just trying to get onto my Sparrow was weird because I'm used to the big old. Is all your stuff there too? Yeah, that's great. Not um not the expansion, so I don't have you know right, Forsaken right, 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 or Shadow Keep story, but all my but gear. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I love when games do that, like the carryover, or like when they have it. Where you play the demo, kind of like uh, yeah. what was that game the that was just on Switch? Um, it was that weird art style where if you played the demo and you bought it, your progress from the demo was it Oninaki? No, it was the one where there are eight characters and it's more like Octopath Traveler. Octopath, which yeah. is awesome. Octopath was awesome. Yeah, and you could if you play the demo, you could just pick up and do yeah. stuff. So I like when they people cross you know cross platform you keep your yeah. stuff. Or but back, going back to my point, you know. On a PS4, it's such a big button, you just you hit yeah, it, and you're not going to miss it, and then square, and your sparrow's that's true. up. That's so but true. But on Xbox, I kept going for the center button and missing it, cause, <laughs> and I had to end up using First my left problems. hand. Yeah, end up using my like left hand, which I could normally just keep on right, move right, stick. Right, right, right. I had to move that off to hit the select button to bring yeah. up that menu. Yeah. Which, I mean, I like having the big button, but yeah. do they need it? Because it's a wide controller, too. I but, agree. Um, yeah. I like the USB-C charging. I like the haptic People always that have big hands didn't love the PlayStation controllers always yeah. for history. They're like, it's too small for my big hands. PS3 and... controllers were sm- like, are super small, though. Yeah. I mean, I... What, are we going to be playing on the Duke forever? Ooh. The Duke uh, controller. I love the Duke. I bought the one that... Uh, the Hyperkin Mad- remake? Yeah, the Hyperkin yeah. one, and it's awesome. It yeah. does a little like logo startup. So we could be talking about controllers yeah. forever. The audience will probably doesn't want to hear about it forever. But we'll go to a little, couple more other features. Another one, which is big, was it's going to come with a hundred gigabyte optical disc and with a four K player, which is mm-hmm. now the. So you yeah, know, I mean that's everything now. Yeah, Everyone Xbox One S has had you know four K. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the slim Xbox One, the S. Yeah, has had the four K Blu Ray player. The um, Xbox One X, of course, does. Um, the PlayStation Four Pro though does not. No, you're if right. I'm right, yeah, which yeah. is weird, especially weird. considering Sony launched Blu-ray. Yeah. Which I'm wondering if that's, that's so they weird. did that just to keep it at the $400 price point. Right, 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 right. Um, I think so. Yeah, and I mean, especially with games now, like Red Dead 2, which you need two discs. Right. I'm wondering, uh, I mean, that is going to be Dominic's ama- great. He, these, these 
subjects he's bringing up segue right into the other. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, with with the with the sizes of these games. Yeah, it's going to be too much. Yeah, and that's why with the other point it says, and this is a big note, which is it kind of skimmed over. People don't think this was huge, but I really thought about it. It says game installs will be customizable, and I really looked more into that. And that's basically they didn't really say what that's going to be, what how that's going to come into play. I mean, but I think it's going to be with like two discs. Are you going to want to put the HD pack in? Well, no, because I remember reading about this, and the cool thing is they Mm. were mentioning it's like you know how when you buy a game online now it asks you do you want to download the multiplayer first? Do you want to download like with a Call of Duty? The zombies are going to go that route. So that route, that's better. So if you buy the Call of Duty, you're like I'm not playing the campaign. I just want yeah. So like Black Ops Four, where it didn't have a campaign, it's like I'm not going to do these missions. Yeah, I'm not going to play the standard multiplayer. I just want the blackout. I just want the zombies. Mm, I mean, World War Two was a good one, so I don't think I. Get rid of anything from there. That was right. just kind of all good. The zombies yeah. was great. The campaign was good. It's my Multiple. favorite thing an enemy in any video game says to you he, when the they run at you. You go, Banzai! Yeah. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, I love that game. I think that's huge because especially with what comes to mind with, for example, like on PC, I was playing Monster Hunter. When you, want, yes. when you got the HD pack, it made it, uh, what was the Ultra HD pack textures? Yeah. It made it over 100 gigs. Yeah. And some people don't want that. Yeah. And I think that's too huge. So you could pick if you want that. Yeah. And especially for for the new generation, you're going to have old games. Like yeah. you're going to be playing Red Dead probably on it. Are you going to want all the backwards compatible games having to install their HD texture packs? It's going to be too much memory. It's going to be a lot of memory. And I'm just going to yeah. say this right off the bat. I am a monster. So <laughs> like I bought. How many you have external? I had a two terabyte external, oh and then Lord. I filled that up and had to buy a four terabyte external. Watch out, guys! Watch out! Yeah, it's insane. The big thing is that developers are recognizing this too. Like Destiny has said, you know, we're gonna have to start cutting stuff because we're at like what is 150 it's, gigs. It's too install? much. It's too much. It's I, for, a, I miss the lot. days when you'd get a game and you could play it that night. Yeah, those were the days. Yeah, <laughs> they have to wait for a day or all night yeah. for the download. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's those day one patches, but at the yeah, same time, too many day one patches. Um. I think that's our fault because we give the developers so much leeway that, oh, you put a day one patch on. No, you should give your product ready. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they're in a rush to kind of put it out. And I'm not saying that, you know, these products shouldn't be shipped complete. They absolutely should. Like, I mean, yeah. out the box, they should work. I mean, I'm a big sports but guy. But at the same time, if we're just, you know, playing. Right. Paying the $60 that we've been paying for, you know, 10, 15 years. Right. Do they have the money to right. invest in a long. Right. QA testing. Right, right, Long right. QA period. Yeah, What's more, true. you had all that um, news about Treyarch yeah, and their third-party contractors for QA yeah. and treating them differently. I mean, you need these people. I you mean, need them. You need them. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, I'm I'm into every type of game, but I'm a big sports guy as it is. So I like sports games. I'm a big Madden and 2K guy. And I won't play any more sports games because now for 2K, it's the big thing. For 20, there's every day is like a 40-gig patch. And it's ridiculous. And the whole thing, which luckily I don't play soccer games, but I've reading the article, which is getting a little side note, but the new uh, FIFA 20, they say on the box, it's not different. It's the exact same thing for FIFA 19, but just updated rosters. But you're paying $60. So people think now you should just have your game and pay 30 bucks for this updated roster every year instead of putting out a new game. Well, that's for the ultimate team. I remember I was listening to, I think it was, IGN UK podcast and they were talking about their review of it here but so they have oh, like yeah, a different to that. Yeah, yeah they have a different story mode so yeah. they have changed that they've got the FIFA the FIFA street inspired thing right. I can't remember the actual name of that right but if you're like a non-casual yeah, fan just, like us and just don't know this stuff you're yeah, like yeah if you're just going for like the regular you know ultimate team stuff right. 
yeah, you got to wonder if that's right. kind of worth it. But at the same time, yeah, that's very true. We also got to wonder if we're going to have to start accepting longer and longer development times right. with all this. That's very true. Because I mean, as much as computer power is improving, and we can like, and I'm okay with this, more development time for them. Yeah. If you're just going to give us an okay product, yeah. But once again, more development time, more money. There's so many games are, coming out now. Yeah, I have enough in my. Incre- are they going to have to increase the prices? Or are we just going to see more corporate merging? Like Microsoft bought up Obsidian Entertainment, right? Right. Who did Pillars of Eternity one and two, and mm-hmm. they're doing the Outer Worlds, which I'm Not- excited. Everyone gets Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds mixed yeah. stuff. I think that's the funniest. Which have you played? The Worlds one? or The Outer Wilds. Wilds. Have you played I, Outer Wilds? I have it. So good. I need to play it's it. It's like this cycle and I'm learning. I was like flying yeah. next to the sun. It was so good. Yeah. Game some, Pass is amazing. Yeah, that's another thing. That's at another some day. point I need to play it, yeah. That, you got to yeah. play uh, Game Enter Pass. the Spire, which is Slay on there. Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire, sorry. Slay the Spire is amazing. Um, and what's that other one? Uh, not Enter the Gungeon. Dead Cells. Dead Cells is really good for all I, these. It's the year of the, of the what's it called? The roguelike. Yeah. This is the year of it. So I downloaded it. I installed it. I just need to find the time to play it. I've been playing so much Shadowkeep, and we are running pretty long. So as you can see, we love talking about this stuff. Well, if you guys like this, we want to keep doing this once a week. A little little gaming four one one, kind of the stuff. What's what we're playing this week? Just like just some maybe reviews. So everything. So if you guys like this, we'll keep doing this. And Dominic, this was awesome. I like this. Absolutely, Aiden. Thank you very much for chatting with me. And I'll see you again next week. And we'll talk with all y'all next week as well. Have yourselves a wonderful day. Have a good one, you guys.